Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and this is our Q&A podcast number 14. A few quick things I got to get out of the way. It occurred to me that I should really start adding proper uh, disclaimers to these podcasts that this is not uh, medical advice and I am not a doctor. I'm just an experienced, unlicensed self-experimenter practicing free speech in talking about my own extensive experiences and my interpretations of published science. And you should really, for whatever the health issue is or concern that you may have, you should really consult a doctor about any biohacking you're doing. And ideally, you want to get a a second or third opinion from from doctors because a lot of times the first doctor that you talk to can give you not so great advice. But if you talk to uh, two doctors, three doctors, if you get a little bit of a of a statistical range of experience uh, from prof- your professionals, you're going to get closer and closer to what you should actually be doing. And I am also going to encourage you to check out my guide on how to biohack smart and safe. Sometimes I'm accused, imagine that, accused of being a little bit of a... Uh, risk taker, a little bit of a, uh, a wild gun when it comes to biohacking. And I'm actually quite conservative and I uh, lay out my uh, f- uh, risk philosophy for, for safe biohacking in that article. So if that's something, if you're a person that's more on the risk averse side of things, you should check out that article before you order or consume anything. And then finally, I'll mention the skin in the game life coaching and this is a program that I've got because some people you find all this really great information online about life hacking and god there's so much great life hacks out there it's like overwhelming I was thinking the other day about that that 700 page book by Tim Ferriss Tools of Titans that's full of all those great life hacks for taking things to the next level. And I read that book. I enjoyed it. I reviewed it thoroughly. And honestly, I've only implemented just a few of those great life hacks that he has in there. And he has like four other books like that. There's so many life hacks. It really is uh, kind of overwhelming. And so what you might need as opposed to more life hacks is you might need a little bit of accountability. You might need someone that has some expectations of you and your performance and your consistent habituation of the things that are gonna actually result in you overcoming whatever it is that you're trying to overcome. And so what I did was I created this program that's like a really lean uh, life coaching program where we're not like talking to each other on talking to each other uh, every day on the phone. We're not, you know, going through this uh, emotional landscape of your your past with each other. It's, it's not quite that sort of thing. It's a really lean program uh, with some accountability built into it. And that's something that you should maybe consider if you're one of these people that's had some uh, repeated history that you'd really like to get over 
and you feel a bit overwhelmed, do check that out as I will link to it in this article. Hey, I got all of my pre-roll done in under four minutes. Good job, Jonathan. Talk about being concise. Okay, let's get into the questions here. So there was a guy named Derek and he he emailed me, he responded to my email newsletter and he said, hey Jonathan, what products are good for increasing the brain's processing speed? Thank you, I hope you are keeping in good health. I am keeping in good health, thank you. So you responded to my email where I talk about tyrosine and tyrosine in that video, I was talking a lot about tyrosine's effect on acute stress and how it uh, turns down the biological impact that acute stress can have on our system. But tyrosine is a pretty good all-around nootropic. I don't I don't talk about it a whole lot, but it's, it's a quite good all-around nootropic that is a cognitive enhancer. So something like tyrosine would do that. When you say increasing the brain's processing speed, that's a bit of a generalization, but I'm going to assume that you mean like cognition. I'm going to assume that you're kind of meaning something that's different than say uh, your long-term memory or your uh, stress management. So if you're talking about cognition, one of the first nootropics that comes to mind is modafinil. Modafinil is a really hardcore cognition enhancer. If you do like brain training and you do it off of modafinil and then you go on it and you do enough sessions to get kind of a statistically significant amount of information, you're going to see a notable difference. So you'd want to consider something like modafinil. You'd want to consider paracetam. You'd especially want to consider phenylparacetam, which is uh, well known for how it affects our mathematics ability. And you would, in general, kind of just want to look at the the, the nootropics uh, that I have a ton of information about on my website. You'd also want to think about nicotine. Nicotine is a pretty potent cognitive enhancer. And you'd want to you'd want to also look at brain training stuff that worked out your that uh, stressed and exercised your working memory because these are things that will, require more of your brain's processing speed and so they'll they'll push up the brain's processing speed over time you also want to consider things like uh, the mitochondria which is the foundational energy generation level that is powering your brain so you want to take a look at the mitochondrial nootropics which are going to be things like uh, coq10 D-riboside, PQQ, those kind of things. All these sort of things together are going to result in increased processing speed. I uh, hope that helps. Perhaps you want to write me back and let me know like what the heck you're doing that you want increased processing speed for or you know, just try some of those things I suggested and then get back to me. Let me know how it works out for you. There was a guy who goes by the uh, very, what I think of as a aristocratic sounding name of 
Flavius, and he sent me a question. He said, Jonathan, I read your Ultra Human Protocol. I'm a student and I will have an exam in November that will be very important to me. My question, I have a legit limited budget and I live in Europe. I have easy access to modafinil, but I don't use it that much because it's not good for memorizing. Most of the exam is memorizing. What would you recommend and where can I get it here in Europe? Hey, I've got a couple of good answers to this. Thanks for checking out the Ultra Human Protocol. Ideally, you know, you're contacting me with some time. You're doing the smart thing, which is con which is uh, contacting me now about this important exam you have in November, as opposed to contacting me at like the end of September for an important exam that you have in November. So you could actually probably implement a lot of the things from or the ultra. Yeah, yeah, or October. So you could actually probably implement a lot of the things from the ultra human protocol uh, now. And they'll, they'll benefit your overall cognition and overall capacity to study better. But you're saying you're asking a bit about the nootropics and what might help you. I, uh, I think I agree with you. Modafinil is not the very best study drug. A, a lot of students like modafinil, especially if they're like students that are studying something that's, uh, really technical, really related to like, say like engineering or software development, they'll use modafinil because it just gives them so much time that they can, that they can study. It just gives them that extra like two or three hours in the evening that they can be awake. But yeah, modafinil does, is not great for a lot of people. And modafinil, it really doesn't do a whole lot for your long-term memory. If you want to enhance your long-term memory, your best bet is probably paracetam. There's there's all these other nootropics, and they and almost all nootropics have some type of beneficial effect on your long-term memory. Most most of them that you'll find on my website have some studies demonstrating uh, that it does something for the long-term memory. But I have studied anecdotal reports of nootropics probably more than anyone else alive and paracetam most frequently has the anecdotal effect reported that it opens up the long-term memory kind of the same way that nzt48 did in the movie limitless for the protagonist where he can remember things that he read in books a long time ago and i've certainly experienced this that when you're taking paracetam consistently you just start to remember funny little details from your past and things you've watched and documentaries and certainly whatever it is that you're studying right now so i would i would say if you have limited budget paracetam is probably a pretty good bet and you can get that. Uh, it, it's real common. You can get it at virtually probably any pharmacy in Europe. And then there's several vendors in Europe that that sell it. You could check out uh, nootropicspot.com and Rufarma. They are based both in Russia and they sell really good high quality uh, pharmaceutical grade paracetam. And they're able to uh, 
effectively circumnavigate the uh, somewhat draconian, somewhat uh, blocking and limiting and preventing uh, immigration, uh, not, not immigration, but uh, import-exports office that may prevent you from getting what you need. And then I'm also going to urge you to check out an article that I was just working on today. And I called the article the No BS Guide to Life Hacking Studying for High Leverage Skill Set Acquisition. Great title, right? And also long. You know me, I love my my long titles to things. And in this article, what I was doing was I was just compiling all of the very best life hacks and biohacks that I could come up with for studying. And I wager that if you implement uh, most of what I talk about in that article, heck, if you only implement half of what I talk about in that article, you'll probably uh, really ace this exam coming up in November. And I'll direct your attention especially to the memory systems section of it. And memory systems are probably your best bet if you're looking to memorize things, which you said is uh, really important here. Memory systems, what they do is they are kind of a, a creative exercise, a creative game that you play with yourself where you organize information in a uh, creative, silly way. And it makes it a whole lot easier to memorize things. And there's a book about this called, uh, entitled Simply the memory book. And if you've got a little bit of time and you can read a little book, you might you might want to check that out because it's got a pretty cool little system for memorizing things. It really does it really uh is one of the few things you can do that makes your your long-term memory and your capacity to easily access and store pieces of semantic information a whole lot more effective. I've tried a ton of these different things out there biohacks for long-term memory. And honestly, I've been disappointed in a lot of them or a lot of them produce kind of just this barely negligible effect. But memory systems is real worthwhile. And so I will suggest that you just check out the blog article for this podcast where I will link to all of that stuff. And then do let me know how you do on your exam. Next question. We got a a bit of a rambling question. That's okay. One thing that I woke up with on my mind is creating problems. Say Xanax is to treat anxiety and one has never experienced anxiety in life, uh, can take Xanax and have a great time, but soon thereafter will need to uh, be at a level that uh, was once normal. I'm not saying that nootropics don't have all the warnings like Phenibut says two days and then a five-day washout. That's right. I'm the type that needs something daily because even with Phenibut, I haven't stopped taking it since I got it. I haven't continued double doses like most would say to do while abusing it, but have kept around one gram just to avoid panic attacks or that moment that brings on so much fear uh, like admitting this place is hell. Sorry to ramble, but this isn't bad compared to when I was hooked on the bucket of PEA, best and worst month ever, weight loss, and what seemed 
to be a hollowing out of the head. Ooh, that sounds scary. I haven't touched PA since. I'm about to weigh out 110 milligrams of Nupept in a moment, but do you do Oxyran, Oxyracetam daily, or is it okay to do so? Okay, Whew. oh my gosh, so many sentences. Um, so let's answer a few questions here. 110 milligrams of Nupept, that, that is too much, guy. Um, Nupept, you want to take in lesser amounts. Nupept is a little bit of a counterintuitive drug in that you don't get more of it you don't get more of a beneficial effect when you do more of it. Actually, a lot of people find that with Nupept, they get increased benefit from decreasing the dosage of it. That's right. You get, for many people, they get increased benefit from decreased dosage. So 110 milligrams, is that's totally unnecessary. That's a bit excessive. That may produce some... Uh, negative side effects that would be uh, should be avoided. I did. I think I did that much Nupept once, and I think it just made me uh, made me tired actually. So you're just wasting your Nupept doing that much. Oxyracetam is something that uh, I would encourage you to more consider. Oxyracetam that can be good for people that have uh, the kind of personality that I suspect that you do because. It imbues a degree of discipline. And with oxyracetam, it really is quite benign stuff. It's probably okay for you to do that daily, although you might want to cycle it just a little bit so that you can maintain a, a high level of effectiveness with it. And it does give, uh, oxyracetam gives you just a subtle discipline. You'll find yourself just making, making the decisions that you know you should be doing. Let's go back in this this uh, a little bit. Okay, so he's talking about phenibute here. And boy, phenibute can be a double-edged sword because it can be such a lifesaver to people that have serious anxiety and panic attacks. But at the same time, it has that tolerance curve on it that is just brutal and you can easily get to the point where you need to do a gram of it daily just to stay normal and then if something happens and you run out of phenibute then you're going to be quite screwed so what i'd suggest is well there's a couple of things you could do there's of course some more conventional kind of things for anxiety which is like meditation so uh one thing that's nice about phenibute is that it doesn't completely intoxicate you. So if you're doing small, reasonable amounts of it, you can uh, do some meditation at the same time. And it's not going to dull your mind to the point where you won't be able to do meditation like something like Xanax probably could. And then as you do more meditation over time, you're going to get better and better at handling your anxiety and you can hopefully over time decrease the phenibute and eventually go off of the phenibute and be free of anxiety. Now, there's a lot of people out there that are like, my anxiety is just way too hardcore for me to even uh, think about uh, meditation. That meditation is just, is just a joke. Me and meditation don't get along. And so you'd want to consider 
the next level up from that is Dual and Back, which is this brain training software that forces you to be really, really focused on what you're doing. And for a lot of people that, that gives the focus muscle of their mind that has like totally atrophied, it gives it some exercise that they can need so they can actually learn to meditate and then eventually get over their anxiety. And then there's some people that might not even be able to do something like that. And for them, what you'd want to do is you'd want to look at a device called the M-Wave 2, which is a heart rate variability device. And so this thing is a neurofeedback device that really if you've got a little bit of money to spend, if you've got like a hundred bucks, 150 bucks to spend, this thing will really address your anxiety issues um, directly because it measures something called heart rate variability, which is your capacity of your nervous system to respond robustly and in an intelligent way to the stressors, both internal and external that you're doing. And it teaches you how to do something that for the longest time, only like uh, monks and deeply spiritual people were capable of doing, which was consciously controlling the autonomic nervous system. Most people are don't have control of their autonomic nervous system. In fact, you could argue that for most people, their autonomic nervous system has control of them. And this device uh, teaches you how to do that. It's, it's pretty cool. It's a little bit expensive, but it's a hundred bucks. It's not bad. That, that's, that's not that bad of a uh, price in consideration to uh, the the cost of having panic attacks and uh, certainly the cost of doing a gram of phenibut a day, right? Okay, let's continue with the question here. I had gone to ND, I think that's Nootropics Depot, to buy oxyracetam and got reading and decided to get more phenibut since I was there and discarded the oxy as Nootropics Depot is very honest and helpful to customers, even if it means the loss of a sale. Yes, that's true. Nootropics Depot is a real honest stand-up operation. That's why I recommend them so highly. These guys are great, and the more I research, the more I find that everyone in the community is awesome and loves their neighbor as I do. I will check out more videos. What type of business do you run? You sell Nootropics? I, yeah, doing Limitless Mindset, doing these podcasts and this website is my full-time business. This is my main thing. This is the thing that I immerse myself in totally. What is it that they say? The path to obsession leads to the cathedral of mastery or something like that. So this is what I, uh, this is what I immerse myself in and I, uh, mostly just profit from people purchasing uh, things via my recommendations on my website. So I would say look look into meditation, uh, look into the device that I recommended. I think that could be a game changer for you. And again, that is the HeartMath M-Wave 2. I'll link to that. Next question we got is also a bit lengthy, and this is, I think, a skeptic. I doubt that... Dual Back Pro has transfer effects and that is as significant as any other NBAC 
application. Frankly, it's hard to see why anybody would use it when there are dual NBAC apps that you only have to pay for once or for a couple of bucks rather than the pay-to-play system that dual NBAC Pro uses. You pay like 30 bucks for uh, 900,000 neurons, which he thinks is some bullshit in-game currency. Every time you use a session, you deplete them. Hit. If you quit a session, you revoke those neurons. You're not allowed to only two practice sessions per day before the game disables the free practice sessions. Even a subscription service sounds more appealing than the pay-to-play system they use. Okay, again, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for making fun of your 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 reasonable question and my uh, my silly uh, contemptuous voice. There, I just use it because people tell me that my silly voices make my podcast way more amusing to listen to. But this is actually a, a decent objection. Yeah, there are. Uh, some free dual NBAC apps that are out there that are that are pretty good. And uh, there's some ones that are cheaper than dual NBAC Pro. However, I think that the $30 version of dual NBAC Pro is a great value. And here's why. Dual NBAC is not fun. It is, uh, it's not something that you're going to like you know, be uh, excited to wake up in the morning and do, or that you'll be, you know, doing at the end of the day uh, as a leisure activity as opposed to watching Netflix. It's really boring. It really does, for a lot of people, require some discipline to remember to do it and to actually do it. And this is why you need the sunk cost motivational it's mechanism. Yeah. Yeah, it's not fun, is it? Uh, the sunk cost motivational mechanism keeps you actually doing it because you you need to do it some to get some benefit out of it. If you do it once or twice, if you're inconsistent with it, it's not going to do anything for you. It's just going to be a waste of 15 minutes. You need to do 15 minutes and you need to do that. Well, you need to do that at least 20 times. That's what they say on the Dual End Back Pro website. Like a zombie. Like a, you may feel a little bit like a zombie, but you'll be biohacker zombie. Uh, but you, you, you likely, in my opinion, you, you need to do it a whole lot more than that to really get some benefit out of it. And we have this funny thing as human beings where, you know, even if uh, $30 is a relatively inconsequential amount of money, you know, maybe that's the amount of money that you spend on, uh, I don't know, uh, going out, uh, you know, getting lunch at a, at a fancy, uh, uh, one of those fancy organic hippie uh, sandwich shops downtown like I used to go to in Denver. Maybe you spend that much money on a, on a mere sandwich. But if you spend that on a... On an application, on a personal development thing, you're you got this little switch in your head that's going to make you a whole lot more consistent with it, and so that's why I see uh, that's why I see value in Dual Back Pro when you can honestly get some things that are that are pretty similar to it that are free. I'll also make the point I've looked at almost all of the free Dual Back softwares, and none of them have a white background feature. So if you like to do a white background, or no, 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 I said that incorrectly. None of them have a black 
background feature like Dual Back Pro does. So if you want to do your brain training in the evenings, um, which is when a lot of people do it because you're done with your long day, you, you're kind of in the mood to relax a bit, uh, you're going to be disrupting your sleep quality by doing your Dual Back training on one of these apps with a white background. So if you're a person that really values your sleep quality, then you, you want to think about that. A little bit and dual and back pro does have a free demo feature you can use it for free every day but you can only do you only get to do two of the two of the blocks on it so <laughs> I, I it's it's really a tough thing to complain about from my view when they offer a free demo that is limitless okay let's see he said and another thing the app wasn't and still isn't optimized for Android phones without a physical home button and I couldn't exit the app without rebooting my phone. Uh, what's more, the PC version is clearly pointed directly, uh, ported directly from the phone version. It somehow manages to look like it's running off of an emulator. Okay, I think I agree with you with that. It's, it's an imperfect app. Oh, and one more thing. The sound doesn't work when you have the emotional option switched on. Um... Yeah, that's true, uh, but that's because you're supposed to, uh, when you're just looking at the, when you have the emotional option switched on, then you're just focused on the colors and the position. So I don't, I don't see why you would need the sound for that. Uh, this seems to be a problem for both the PC version and the Android version. Overall, this is a piece of shit and not worth the price. You're better off paying a one-off price for a decent dual end back app or better yet using the free version and evaluating for yourself whether the dual end back works for you as a personal experiment if you're technically inclined you could replicate dual end back pro because there's nothing special about it eat wisely limit your alcohol intake drink plenty of water research your nootropics carefully don't eat too much Fast from the moment you wake up until lunch. Exercise, meditate, manage your stress. Do cognitive training that strengthens your ability to pay attention. Any activity that forces you to pay attention, so long as it isn't stressful, will have the effect of increasing your working memory capacity and therefore your intelligence and learn to be more compassionate towards others. Hey man, why don't you be more compassionate towards the Dual Impact Pro app? Um, uh, if this guy purchased the app, he should just uh, ask for uh, the uh, the money back guarantee because it sounds like he was uh, kind of disappointed in it, which is which is fine. Uh, I I think I think it's the best one out there, and if you uh, probably expected something fun, he yes yes he probably expected something that featured maybe maybe boobs <laughs> maybe. Uh, but in general, uh, in general, I agree with the sentiment, the point that he makes here at the end, which is that if you have things in your life like reading and meditating, these things will build your working memory as well, which, which is really important. I talked about this in my book review of that great book entitled The Shallows, which uh, perhaps this guy would enjoy. Moving on, next question is also about Dual Back Pro said, when using the rehearsal strategy for dual and back, should we repeatedly say the letter and remember the location or only once to really engage the working memory? Okay. See how complicated 
But <laughs> so it confuses people. Yes, it can confuse people. That's that's what I'm. Pro. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. So the rehearsal strategy that he's talking about is, I think, when you okay, so you're you're looking at the little screen, and so it turns purple, and then it goes to upper right. So you think upper right purple, and then then it goes green lower left. So you go green lower left purple upper right. Green, lower left, purple, upper, right. Green, lower left, purple, upper, right, blue, uh, left, center. <laughs> like that. You, th you think you have to think like this in your head as it's, as it's moving around. And that's the strategy that I use is the, the rehearsal strategy. I think the other strategy is the, the chunking strategy where you kind of just respond to it intuitively. And this can be a bit of a temptation as you're advancing through it when you get better and better in it. You'll you'll be at like end back level four. And so you'll be remember you'll be trying to remember these four different stages. And what you'll do is you'll kind of just intuitively respond to where it is. And I think you actually want to avoid that. What you actually want to be doing is going through it in your head each time. And what this kind of does is this is forcing you. This actually goes back to the initial question in this podcast, which is the brain's processing speed. And so if you're forcing your brain to, if you're forcing your brain to think a bunch of different words, very quickly, then you are increasing your working memory capacity. And that's what, that's what the point is of uh, Dual NBAC Pro. Maybe, you know, next time I talk with Mark Ashton Smith, I'll ask him if there's a benefit in uh, building like raw intuition to using the chunking strategy where you're kind of like you're kind of just like guessing at it over time and i have done that and you do you do get better at doing that guessing where you're where you're just intuitively being like i feel like it should be red upper right right now i i i have noticed that 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 is something that builds over time but i think to really get the working memory benefits that you hear everybody talking about and that are demonstrated in the human double blind placebo controlled studies that are done on it i think that you need to do it in the rehearsal fashion where you're naming naming every single character and position out in your head every single time as you're going through this and something that you could do to make that a bit more effective that I'll do is I will sometimes abbreviate some of the colors. Like, for example, orange or purple. These are like multisyllabic words, right? And so in my mind, it seems to take a little bit longer to say out those whole words. So instead, I'll just say like, or, perp, uh, that sort of thing, all I'll, I'll shorten them down. What you can also do, this also makes for an interesting language learning exercise. If you're learning another language, you can uh, substitute in the other languages words for uh, whatever that is. Uh, morada, uh, what is it? Naranja. Naranja? 
Did I say that right? It's orange. Is orange mm-hmm. the is the vegetable also the color yes. in Spanish yes. and English? Yes. And also in naranja. That's the same. The same. It's in Spanish. Oh, really? Yeah. And also in Bulgarian. No. Okay. Okay. I was just curious about that. No, in Bulgarian. <laughs> there are two <laughs> different words for that. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Next question was just a short one. A guy commented on the NAC video and he said, hey, why not just take glutathione because NAC promotes glutathione, which is the master antioxidant. In my mind, the main value in NAC is as something to do to overcome um, or repair the damage of vice. As I as I entitled my podcast, I think that uh, NAC is a biohack for those who have succumbed to vice. And the studies, the, the most uh, encouraging studies that are done on NAC are all focused around like alcoholics, uh, cocaine addicts, people quitting smoking, and it being beneficial for them. And I'm not aware that glutathione has the same benefits. So if you just want to increase glutathione, which is which is also great, then you could check out, uh, what is it? I think uh, Bulletproof uh, has a really great glutathione uh, product. And then the final question, someone said, hello, I have in my hands the following pills. Uh, one of Nupept, 30 milligram, two Paracetam, 1200 milligrams, three anoracetams, that's 750 milligrams for CDP choline. And then he says, I have ADHD, the severe form, and I take uh, 9.8 grams of paracetam daily with three grams of anoracetam daily and 30 milligrams of Nupept. Ooh, that's a lot. But I, I understand how ADHD can really be difficult to deal with, how it can really be a a debilitating condition for some people. So what I would encourage you to do is to look into an article and a video that I wrote called the Paracetam Protocol for making Paracetam as effective as possible, because Paracetam can be this really amazing smart drug. And you're, you clearly you're taking it because it does help you. It does do something for you. But especially if you're going to use that much paracetam, you really want it to be fully unleashed and do its thing fully for you. And so I urge that you combine it with a couple of other things. And I think you may find that it, that it helps with your ADHD even further. So you want to combine it with some rhodiola. Paracetam and rhodiola is a a classic combination. You've already got some CDP choline, so that's good. You may also want to try alpha GPC. For some reason, for some people, alpha GPC is more effective, so that may be worth trying. And then importantly, you want to also add in some Alcar to your stack, which you don't mention here. And what Alcar does, it's a mitochondrial smart drug. It's it's a really great combination with Paracetam. If you look around on the internet, you'll find people just singing 
from the, the highest points, like a thousand points of light across the internet, you'll hear people singing the praises of combining paracetam and Alcar. Uh, because what Alcar does is it kind of balances out some of the long-term toll that the upregulation of paracetam takes on your acetylcholine system. And it can actually be problematic in the long term to do like really um, high dosages of paracetam for a long time. It can take kind of a toll on these other systems because it is quite the uh, quite the invasive uh, smart drug. So you want to add in there some Alcar. You want to use those, especially if you're using the, the paracetam in high combination. And then finally, I'll mention potassium because a lot of people paracetam doesn't work for them or it does not work for them as effectively as it could because of what's called an aldosterone deficiency, which is quite common. It's a hormonal thing. And if you add in some extra potassium, it will keep your uh, your aldosterone just uh, clipping along, doing its thing happily. So do add do add some of those things to your to your stack and let me know if it helps with your severe ADHD. And I'll also mention, finally, there was this book that I read recently about mitochondria, and it was about this shifting paradigm of disease and how we're seeing how all these diseases that have been around for quite a while, that have been studied for quite a while, like ADHD, we're seeing how more and more these diseases are ultimately resulting from mitochondrial dysfunction, which of course makes perfect sense. Mitochondria is the base foundational level of your health and your, your energy generation mechanisms. And if people want to truly overcome a lot of these diseases, what you want to do is address an underlying mitochondrial deficiency. And you're, you're uh, sniffing down the right pathway here with the paracetam, because paracetam is a great mitochondrial nootropic. But you also want to consider some of the other mitochondrial nootropics that are out there. And if you do have severe ADHD that's really holding you back, it might be worthwhile to invest in, say, like a six-month supply this won't be inexpensive. This will be this will be actually a chunk of change, but you might want to invest in like a six-month supply of the top mitochondrial nootropics, which is going to be like your uh, your CoQ10, your uh, D-riboside, high-quality magnesium, your B vitamins, and uh, your PQQ, and then there's a couple other others. I'll link to my article where I have an, uh, uh, an authoritative list of them. But you might want to invest in a serious supply of those and then take them for six months. I'm not saying that you're, you need to you know break the bank for the rest of your life uh, using these, but if you use these type of things for about six months, a lot of times that amount of cumulative feeding your mitochondria exactly what it needs can can really uh, treat and repair something like uh, like severe ADHD. So do let me know uh, what you try and if it works out for you. And then I should mention just finally at the end of this podcast that I do do these 25-minute free biohacking consultations uh, with the people that invest $100 or more in their biohacking 
um, based upon the recommendations that you can find on my website. So you're going to want to check out the Limitless Mindset Secret Society because of course we had to give it a, a cool name. So there's kind of like a, a private online community, get it like a like a secret society, but don't worry, there's no uh, funny, funny hats, uh, animal sacrifice, or uh, plans for world domination just yet, but <laughs> just wait and see. Anyways, I'm Jonathan, and I look forward to a continued conversation with you. Legal notices. If you or someone you know developed or created a concept, piece of content, or idea shared on this show, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com so we can mention them in the show notes or provide a backlink. We want to give credit where credit is due. As a listener to the Limitless Mindset Podcast, we hope you have and practice common sense. However, since some of the content covered in this show deals with subjects of a health, legal, or business nature, this show is for entertainment purposes. If you need recommendations of doctors, nutritionists, or attorneys to consult before making decisions that may have health or legal repercussions, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com.